0: I'm your host today, Adventure Karma, and I guess here's your co-host for this episode, probably host for other episodes, uh, <laughs> Daniel. Say hello.
1: Hello. All
0: right. Hi, Daniel. Oh. <laughs> Hi, Daniel. <Everybody laughs> say hello to Daniel. So today we want to talk about basically like what um ah words what responsibility do ha- do content creators have to basically the people who watch them? Hmm. So, uh, I'll give some background as to why I came up with this idea. It was the first one was, uh, for those of us not mostly doing YouTube, is that there was a lot of scare over COPPA back in early 2020. Back when that was the scariest thing about 2020. <laughs> channel's getting striked down because of the Child Protective Act. But then recently, I was watching one of my commentary live streamers and he brought up just this thing to just kill time about the, I guess it's not really to kill time, it's to make a video. But anyways, he brought up this uh, H3H3 debate with, I believe, Hassan Piker, some other guy, I can't remember the other two guys' names, one second, let me think it up. Ah. That's not what I want to do.
1: Yeah, this is a professional podcast. It, it is.
0: I've had so much technical <laughs> difficulty.
1: Yeah, me too. If anything, this is just episode 0. 0.5, and the true episode one won't happen until like next week.
0: Yeah. Okay, so it was XQC, Train, Hassan, and H3H3 basically gone to this debate about gambling because Train and XQC had been gambling live on Twitch in H3H3, if I remember correctly. The basic point was like they have a large child audience, and you really shouldn't be prone to that. To children. Now you can have your own thoughts about gambling. Uh personally to give my own thoughts on it. It's not something I really enjoy personally. But I don't really care. Of course, whenever you get into addictions, that's bad, but that's really about anything. That's how addictions work. They're not really good and it really doesn't matter what it is. Well I yeah. so I my... find
1: gambling entertaining as long as it's not an addiction. Yeah, if you're not yeah. addicted to it, then I I don't have a problem with it. I'm entertained by gambling uh, I'm and I mean, I'm more than willing to gamble like once or twice in a great while like five bucks if you do this like dare or something I don't know, but uh, It's not something I'm really all that like into doing. I'm not like gonna be a gambler or something
0: Yeah, so basically the argument (coughs) boiled down is to like should these people be doing this when they have a large shot audience when you know gambling is illegal for them and of course, you know, you don't want to present bad habits to impressionable children and So basically my thoughts on that is I, I, I get that I truly do but at the end of the day That's something for the parents in my opinion. It's not Content creators on the Internet's don't really have control over who watches them And and there are some times where I definitely think that content creators should be hesitant about what they're showing to their children uh, Not their children very much. so. Yeah, the people who they're Twitch. watching
1: Twitch e-girls streamers, for example. Yeah,
0: like, stuff like that. It's, like, if you go from a child-friendly thing to doing that, or you know you have a large child audience, and you start yeah. doing that, to me, that's that's something that's, like, maybe let's not do that. But specific- I also...
1: Well, that's... The problem with saying that is that in, in my... The way I see it... I'm sorry for interrupting, but I just gotta say, um, the way I see that, like, if a 12-year-old is watching... Uh, a a Twitch girl uh, just sit there looking hot for like two hours. That's more of a parental problem than it is the child's problem. And it's more the child's problem than it is the content creator's problem. It should be advertised as something to people not of that age demographic. And if it is, and he's still watching it, that's not really their fault. It's more the parents, I would say, for letting him watch that and not monitoring the uh, not monitoring what the kid is watching as hard, and I am an advocate for monitoring what the kid is watching to an extent. Like, don't be micromanaging. Yeah, but but obviously have enough discretion to not let him watch that. Like, good goodness. Yeah, um, yeah,
0: I definitely agree with that. Uh, but uh, what I'm specifically thinking of is I don't even know if this really applies, but kind of like Jake Paul, where he kind of took a more mature like turn in his content creation where he had gathered like this massive, like child audience. And I don't know if personally you've seen it, but like when he got into his music, it was really playing into that. Like, you know, stereotypical, like hip hop gangster type thing with a lot of women. And to that, to me, well, I don't think he should be like banned for it or anything. It's just something that's like, when you know, you have that child audience, it's something that I don't personally agree with. But like, like you said, when things are advertised for a non-child audience and they watch it, that's not really on the content creator. I 100% agree with that.
1: Well, yeah, because like if I was to advertise, like I've, the like you and I create content that's pretty much family friendly for the most part. There's not uh, language, there's not like bad fellowship amongst your fellow gamers. There's, it's just a lot of comedic craziness, really. Yeah. and that's something very entertaining for a lot of people to watch just people go crazy on games um but um and you don't well the, and the thing is is that you don't really need to advertise it as such and if we're getting to what responsibilities content creators have towards their fan base uh like the jake paul thing where he took a more mature turn all of a sudden after gathering such a large child audience um That's, uh, if you want, like, I mean, I, I I think that's just, uh, immature, uh, first and foremost, and then kind of stupid because he should have been aware of his child audience. And if he was then like, why was he doing this? It's just strange. My first reaction to that is just, that's just weird. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because this this is something I would say, like personally taking my channel, is that my channel is geared to a, a teenager, like young young adult thing. It's it's I'm coming to this debate about like how much I actually want my channel to be edgy because I cut a lot of stuff out from my videos, and some of my friends are pretty edgy. I mean, it's yeah. not usually me, but there are some things that's like, ah, oh, do I want to keep this joke in or do I not? Because it's like it yeah. could be funny or it could completely mess home. But the thing is like. There's not a lot of cursing in my video because that's just not something that's really in my friend group. None of us really curse. And it's like one of those things where it's like, at some point, if I get big, I'll probably have a child audience. But those aren't really who I'm trying to advertise to. My my content, like I said, it's 13 plus. It's supposed to be for that teenage, young
1: adult thing. Yeah. And it's supposed to be even just inherently based on where you're at right now. It really shouldn't be anything more than that yet yeah you're not you're not at a point where you could take a risk and try to get bigger and not have not have a risk of losing all of it yeah but you're not you're not at the point where you can like risk something even though you'd have to do something incredibly crazy in order to risk anything because you're so small but i like no offense but you're you're so small that if you did anything, not a whole lot of people would know or pay attention, oh, yeah. other no than one, like, myself no and a care. few others. No one would care. Yeah, that's the thing, though. Like you're not, you're not big enough to where that's even relevant.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, so just the this thing is that, well, really, what's the debate is about? Like promoting like what most people would consider uh, like unhealthy habits once again like talking about the old morality of it just kind of gets sticked down but it's like drinking on stream gambling on stream you know this this stuff that it's like you know we all know that the internet has a young viewer base that's just yeah. a fact it's consumed a lot by teenagers and the audience just keeps getting younger and younger as the generation gets on so yeah it, it's really coming to this debate it's like well what should be allowed and what's not and once again i have no problem with people like calling out other people who have a large child audience for certain things? I think sometimes you can go overboard. Um, once again, I don't know too much about Twitch, but from what I know about XQC, is that he doesn't really have that large of a child audience. So for me personally, that was my biggest thing. It's like, but if you're if you're streaming mostly to like teenagers, like I, I they're not that impressionable. Don't get me wrong, teenagers are impressionable, especially by large content creators, but. Yeah. I, I doubt a significant number are going be, to become gambling addicts because their favorite streamer played it a few times on stream.
1: No, it'll be a fantasy that lasts in their head for, like, six months, and then they'll get hooked on watching something else because there's always a great big cycle of things that you watch and things come around and yeah. stuff stuff doesn't stick around because you're a teenager for, like, You live with your parents in your teenage years for like, what, four or five years? And then, and so much can happen in that time period. It's like, it's not, depending on when it's happening and what point in life you're in, it's not really a big concern. But there's so many, the problem is that with this conversation is that there's so many factors. There's like, you have to, it gets to the point where, I don't know if we even even have time for this, but there's like specifying what kinds of content uh are for what kind of audiences or rather what kind of audiences are for certain types of content yeah because like the way i see it it's like i'm a music channel primarily okay um i don't have a specific audience that's that i'm uh going for because my channel is for anybody and everybody who's willing to give that kind of music a shot and just listen to me uh Play yeah, it's not it's not specifically for anybody so I don't need to advertise it as such Uh because I mean there's not even any dialogue I've probably spoken a grand total of like 50 words (laughs) on my youtube channel. So it's not it's not like a It's weird because this kind of conversation can get messy if you uh miss the trap and go to hasty over generalizations about um content as a whole which isn't really what happens yeah there are details that you need to to uh pin down and actually discuss and it's all it's a very nuanced discussion because there are so many trails that you can go down and most for the most part they're all uh, pretty relevant to the actual core conversation for a mostly productive discussion.
0: Yeah, yeah but that's something that I, I agree with. It, it is just so expansive, and I, I think it's a conversation that eventually will need to be had because, once again, internet's literally the wild west of our modern age. Uh, yeah, we're slowly realizing that maybe that's not the greatest, but at the same time, like it's like the this it kind of goes into like even the uh, anonymousness of the internet it's like it is it can be a problem in a lot of ways is that deregulation and you know the fact that most content creators can basically do whatever they want regardless of their audience it's like there's nothing actually stopping them but at the same time that like really helps them out it means that you can do what you want without that fear which means that like many great I don't know, artistic expressions or whatever. I don't know the right word. Can be created on the internet that wouldn't be allowed. Basically, in the real world where it's just like, that's just not possible.
1: Well, that, well... It's funny, uh, cause... That... That has only... That, what you have just described is a feature that has only come around with time and aging. The internet really is only what not even not even 30 years old yeah no which is which seems old for a lot of people that use it now but it's really not like youtube has only been around for shoot 14 15 years it's been part of no 16 years yeah sorry yeah 15 years and only in the past eight years have people figured out how to re- tr- make like real entertainment out of it? Because yeah. the thing is, what you described is based like the, with the, with the internet being the wild west, and it being like kind of like a the way I think of it, it's kind of like a period of um, renaissance or something mm-hmm. where people are uh, discovering things and how to put them up. And there's two factors with this. One is that there's a popularity level where you are flexible enough to do a lot of things and the more popular you get the less flexible you become because of factors like uh i don't know uh, stuff like cancel culture or your uh if that's a concern or if the concern is your target audience because that does become a major factor the more popular you get but it's a factor that's been it's a factor that's only come around with so much time because nowadays the internet isn't a tool like it used to be. It wasn't YouTube isn't a storage platform anymore. It's social it's, it's it's so it's it's social media. I'll I'll just say that it's, it's it's social media, but it's not like Instagram and Facebook for other obvious reasons. We don't need to go down. That's a whole nother conversation, but it's, it's, it's one of those things that have only been, it's only come with time and, for, and only in the past like eight or nine years has that really come around. So it's weird because people are still trying to figure it out and rules on the internet get looser or tighter depending on where you are and what you do. So people are still trying to figure out how this all works. And with the internet being the Wild West that it is, stuff changes so fast and stuff, stuff happens so fast, and you hear about stuff instantaneously. So, for the past like eight, shoot, for the past like five years, we've actually been trying to nail things down, and it keeps getting away from us. Yeah. So, it's, it's cool. It's funny that you bring up that point, but it's one of those things that changes over time and quite rapidly, surprisingly
0: yeah um, so yeah that core question about whether or not content creators like are they' morally responsible is I, I don't know how related this is but this is related in my eyes is that in your opinion how much should like sites regulate what happens off platform
1: sites well, what do you mean by sites well, like let's let, let's say
0: like, uh, all right so for example, like, let's take some, somebody does something, not necessarily illegal, but something like really morally apprehensible that would be against TOS, uh, say, at a party and gets reported on. What And they have a YouTube channel, a pretty big YouTube channel. How much right. responsibility does YouTube take to do something about that when it wasn't zero. on their site? All right.
1: It's zero. Zero. I think the answer is absolutely zero because if it's not on youtube and he wasn't like publishing it publicly anywhere then no platform is responsible for any of his things but even if he did publish it or she i don't know whoever posted it if even if they did publish it the platform isn't responsible because the platform is just the publishing site it's not the publisher shouldn't sorry the, the the platform on which they publish their whatever they did shouldn't be punished at all for the morally apprehensible thing that that person did. It should be the person themselves.
0: Yeah. Yes. And, uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So basically uh, my opinion is a little bit different as I think there is something that I think there is a limit to where sites should step in. But for me personally, that's basically when something's gone through the legal system. Because I was actually thinking about it before then, and, like, you know, I, I, I watch a lot of commentary videos, and there's a lot of stuff about people who've done awful things. But there's also a lot of times where people have gotten stories wrong. or Where just right. simply people have, like, been falsely accused, and it comes out later that they did nothing wrong. So while there are some times where it's, like, you really want something done to this vile person because in the court of public opinion... You know, it's like, or even not even the court of public opinion. It's basically like they get off on a technicality. It can seem then that it's like, well, yeah, the site should step in to stop them because they got off on a technicality. But at the same time, the problem with that is basically, it's like, if you don't stick to that like actual legal framework, what happens if you get it wrong? What happens to okay. that one out of ten times?
1: Okay. Okay, so maybe maybe I misunderstood the example then, because I kind of understand what you're saying, but I'm not quite sure I actually understand. So uh, oh, okay. can you draw out like a little bit more of a detailed example then? Because I, I think I know what you're saying and I think I agree with you, but um, I'm not completely sure.
0: All right, so let me present the, uh, basically the, uh, I'll just throw out two examples off my head is that Slazo, Uh, I think he was, like, a Reddit YouTuber. I'm not entirely sure what he was, but I think it was back in 2016. He was basically accused of abuse and other bad things to his previous girlfriend. And a lot of people in the commentary community basically turned on him and, like, calling him out to the point where either, like, it was getting to a point where it seemed like YouTube might actually intervene itself or, like, YouTube was thinking about intervening... Or something. It was very bad. The man basically had his career destroyed. Except, I think it was like a month after the allegations came out, and after like almost the entirety of the community got behind them, he basically proved them false. And so that that was one of the times where the community got something wrong, where he was actually mostly innocent, or like what he was innocent on, it like wasn't that major in stuff that he fully apologized for. But on the other hand, we have someone like, I don't know if you knew anything about this, but EDP, who recently was basically caught in one that's predator poachers-like type videos, where he okay. straight admitted to trying to text and meet up with a 13-year-old. But uh. because of the weird legalities between like, sites that do that predator catching, without direct involvement from the police, they can't get him for anything.
1: Because, it, oh, he gets off on a technicality. Yeah, That's so, what you mean. Okay. so
0: it's kind of like where it's that, where it's like, yes, like I would want YouTube to step in in the taste of EDP, but if they stepped in the case of Slazo, what? that could have ended horribly.
1: My one my one question, I, I don't know if you said this or not. Um, for, for both scenarios, my one question is, were these events published and documented publicly on said platforms. Yes. Well, mm,
0: actually Slazo's allegations may have come out about Twitter, but a lot of people on YouTube were making a lot of YouTube videos about it.
1: Okay. I I also have a story regarding this. There was a well, regarding this type of thing and how the platform should step in or something. Um There was this Mario Kart Wii YouTuber that I watched and, uh, by the name of Creepy Produce. And... he had a bunch of allegations come out against him after some... DM screenshots on Discord were sent out across the internet. He made two apology videos for it, and the reason he made two was because in both of them, He lied about some of the details, and the truth came out, and then he took the apology videos down, publicly apologized for all the lies after he had been exposed, deleted his Discord server, and basically has no internet personality of any sort anymore. But the videos that he created are still up on YouTube, and Discord doesn't do anything to didn't do anything to him. Um, his moderators kept complaining though because they got the screenshots got to his server, and there was a lot of chaos. Um, but um, in that scenario, like you don't, the platform doesn't need to do anything. Yeah, yeah, like, I definitely agree. There's a it's weird because, um, it, it's weird because a lot of times you need uh, details to really decide. Yeah. like with the case of the first guy you mentioned the Reddit YouTuber whose allegations came out on a separate platform, but he had a YouTube personality. He came out and admitted that they were fake or sorry, exposed them as fake. Um, like the platform doesn't have to do anything. There is a certain, there, there are points where the platform does have to step in, but that's in extreme circumstances when the chaos level is so high that even the publisher can't control it anymore, but that's, Th- that's its own scenario. The problem with that kind of thing is that it's very, it's a lot more case by case than yeah. a lot of people think it is, and you really need to know a lot of the detail, like as many details as you can, before making a decision like that. So to so to those scenarios, I don't know. Um, I'm uh, I don't I don't I don't know if I had like a, will have enough details to really make a just like make my personal opinion on whether or not the platform should have done something or not. Yeah. I actually, but,
0: yeah, uh, I actually really agree with that. I think you probably did a better job of explaining <laughs> my, my thinking than, than I, would. yeah, those are definitely extreme cases. And uh, just, yeah, cause that really is the thing is that at the same time, you want to protect people being, you know, just doing what they want and not jumping to the conclusions. But the, now same... I
1: will, I will say that uh with the case of the second guy what, what was his name skazo uh
0: no the first guy was Slazo. the second oh, Slazo, was sorry. edp
1: edp uh he was the predator poacher guy right yeah um so did he make videos on actually doing that thing
0: uh no no he did not his videos were unrelated to what he was caught for
1: so other people made videos about what he was caught for but he never documented anything on youtube or any other platform about that thing
0: uh yes i believe he made a response but i i can't confirm that i want to say if he did it was take he'd take it down but i can't say for certain
1: well then i don't think the i i wouldn't say then that the platform needs to do anything to him because it's uh if there's not incriminating evidence on their site and it's not, like, illegal video footage that's, like, illegal, like, according to, like, federal law, that you can't have this on the internet because content and stuff. Uh, the platform really doesn't have a say in any of that. Like, they don't have to take his channel down. I mean, it was the case of the creepy produce guy I said. Like, everything that happened was on something else. And it got resolved somewhere else. And the channel still exists. All the videos are still there. You can go back and watch them. They're pretty entertaining videos. I very much appreciated Mm. it. And it was sad that he had to go like that. Um, Such is the way of the internet, though. Um, But the videos are still there. Now it's just one of those dead channels that just remains... uh, just one of those stagnant pools in the internet of yeah. content, I guess.
0: I'm I'm gonna disagree with you very slightly on that. As specifically, I, I also don't think that channel should be removed. But I do agree in certain cases. Once again, when you, if you, if you do choose to take it by case by case, uh, in broad strokes, I would say as long as they haven't been like legally prosecuted in, in like the specific legal framework, I would say leave them up. But if we're going by case by case. Personally, to me, if someone gets off on illegality, I don't recommend taking down a channel, but I don't have that big of an issue with taking their monetization. It's my belief that I think we should try and keep up whatever videos we can, no matter what, but I do kind of agree with taking away their ad revenue, if it is something like that, a technicality. But once again, I think those are very extreme cases where it has to be very clear cut that they only got away on a technicality.
1: So let's, let's try to spin this whole, uh, YouTube legality, like crime, cr- YouTube stars create like, uh, 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 doing crimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's try to spin this back into responsibility that they have to their audience. So then, okay. Yes. Yeah, so then so what I
0: would say was that content creators should be allowed to do what they want so long as they aren't breaking any laws.
1: On the platform or in personal life?
0: I would say on the platform. The problem with um, the off-platform things is, once again, those don't really have to do with the actual platform. Like once, Exactly. Once again, this is also something that you come into, like, art or music, where it's like you can hate the person but still appreciate the art.
1: Yeah. Like, if I found some music YouTuber that was, like, some some crazy freakazoid kind of a person, but he made incredible music. I'm like, that's some good music. And honestly, I'd say nothing else. I mean, the musicians I listen to certainly have not led very uh, virtuous lives, let's say. They're not saints, but their music is totally incredible. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's weird because you get to a certain point where people find out about the off-platform stuff and it totally crushes you on platform. Like yeah. David Ellison of Megadeth, the the co-founder of Megadeth, the bassist, he had a uh, he had charges pressed against him for certain things, and uh, people found out about it, and it was a public thing because Dave Mustaine fired him from the band because of it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So it's it's that weird thing with being online is that a lot of times, you're going to have this weird, you're going to have these weird times where people will conflate your on platform stuff with off platform and your two lives basically become one. Yeah. And it gets quite messy if you don't know how to control it. Yeah. And yeah, so
0: yeah, definitely. And once again, when, see this is the real issue for me, is because it's like at the same, at one on one hand, like I, I truly believe that content creators aren't responsible for who watches their videos. Yes, not 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 only like not only is it just like they should be able to do what they want, but the second hand, is like how do you really control that?
1: If you could control it, dude, there would be a lot less of crazy internet legal messes. Yeah, because exactly. if you could control who watches your stuff, you wouldn't have nearly of a problem controlling how many people watched your stuff either so it's but by design you don't get to control any of that so that's that's where i would say the internet is a dangerous place if you're a content creator you've you've got to tread lightly and there's a lot of testing the waters in the first few stages of being an internet personality before you get to be out there and do a lot of things without really taking huge hits.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, what I was saying, and then on the other hand is that basically it's like, well, at the same time, I don't want, you know, these hordes of like 12 year olds who are basically using the internet sort of illegally as they're not really supposed to be on it, you know, getting impression that's like, oh, you know, my favorite YouTuber my favorite twitch or my twitch streamer is doing this or that that they shouldn't be doing and it's like I, at the same time i see how that can be a bit like it's like yeah you don't really want to do that once again on the other hand that's not really the content creator's fault that's well i don't want to say it's necessarily the parent's fault as i can understand how slip through the cracks, cracks and everything and there's just like Sometimes you're just not going to be able to catch it, but it's like it's not really anyone's fault necessarily at that point. It's just kind of something that's it's a trade off. Either you don't have that, and you get rid of certain like creator freedoms, or you keep those creator freedoms and realize that there will be some adverse side effects that you don't really want.
1: That's the part where it gets very case by case, though. Yeah, because. The types of people that like, and there's like the varying types of parents to where it actually is their fault, to where it actually isn't, and then there's a factor of the kid himself and whether or not the parents let him on as much as he says he gets on, and then there's like how much time he actually spends watching this creator, how much inspiration he's taken from him, how much he's affected his mental growth and personal life, it's, there's a lot, there's a lot of details to that. So the conversation of being, uh, responsible to your viewers is crazy because you've got to figure out who your actual viewers are. Yeah. It's a strange, it, it's a strange, it's a strange conversation, yeah. but there's definitely an answer for it. If we can like, if we can take enough scenarios and like ge- and generalize it without making it sound like way too blanket of a statement because yeah. there is I know there is an answer for this yeah, like it, it, how, it how much somewhere but there's there's a part of me that's telling me that this is a it's a thing that varies depending on what kind of content you make and that's the problem i'm having with this conversation is that it depends your yeah. responsibility to viewers as a gamer is different than mine where i am as i'm a musician it's, th- there's so, there's only so much that we can do and like fit under the same guidelines. And there are some things that we get to do that are different than others. And like, honestly, I would argue that my side of the platform is a lot more chill. Just playing music is yeah. a lot, like there's not nearly as much drama that can be had. Like the most drama I can imagine is just somebody saying, Ugh, you suck or, or yeah. your, your tone is crap, you, you can have like a lot more because video games or whatever. Yeah,
0: yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I do agree with that. Yeah, and that is true that there's like different responsibilities because I, I think there's like certain things that's like coming for me as a gamer or soon to be a semi-reviewer, but we'll get to that later. That's, that's a different Whoa. video thing special content
1: (laughs) yeah
0: yeah and you as uh, a musician i think there's certain things that i can come out and do that wouldn't be weird for me and that it would be perfectly acceptable for me to do and then there's things that you could do that i think that what i do it would just be out of place
1: yeah there's a lot of out of place because there's not a lot you could do like inherently wrong or incorrect there's just a lot of awkward out of place things you know so then like not talking while you play games. <laughs>
0: yeah. So then here, here's here's another thing that I, I just want to state is that I personally think that it's like there you should do something. Like say say you're a 25-year-old Twitch streamer and, you, and you're going to play some games with your friends, right? Or you're going to go yeah. live. And, and you know that your audience is teenagers because, you know, you're a gaming channel and you guys are going to drink. So basically... I would say I don't have an issue with that, but I would say it's like maybe you just do want to like say something. It's like, hey, just so you know, remember, it's like, I I'm allowed to do this. You're not. Same thing with things like smoking and gambling. It's kind of okay, like don't try this at home. It's basically yeah. Like I know I know like how much that just sounds like a cop out or just something you know that you do. But I think I think it's a good gesture to just be like, hey, I'm going to do this. But once well, there's again, a reason
1: why it's a thing that you do. Yeah, you exactly. know what I'm saying. It's re- there's a reason why it's so cliche. It's because, there there it's actually necessary in its proper context.
0: Yeah. So th- then that's what I would say. I would say for things like that, like, like the the non legal thing or the legal things that like content creators do that their child audience might not be able to. Is I think then it's really just like, just so you know, it's like don't do this at home or like put something in the title like, hey, we're gambling. If you're like under eighteen or something, like maybe don't watch it. Even though that that won't really stop anyone, it means that like at, at least you're trying.
1: Yeah, and it also means that if people do try to like legally prosecute you or something, like you can say, hey, I warned you, and you can use it as evidence and like you're not gonna get busted for it. Yeah, it's,
0: it's like a warning sign. It, it's like you can ignore it if you want, but once you ignore that, that's no longer my problem. Sure, yeah. I could have built a wall there, but you know, if you want to go at your own risk, go. I mean, that's kind of yeah. how I take a lot of things. It's like, as long as you have that warning up there, just like informing people that, hey, this is what's going on, you know, I, at that point, I don't think you have really any responsibility past that. It's basically you've done what should be like considered what you should do. Like, sure, maybe it's the bare minimum, but I can't expect you to do any more than that. Because doing more right. than that is just like going so far out of your way that still probably won't even work. That it's yeah. like, I, I I know people like, as I said, I know people trash on that like, don't try this at home kids, but like it, it is something that I personally agree with. It's like, as long as you put that up there, if people try it at home, that's that's not your fault.
1: Well, if they're gonna, if it's like, and, and it depends on like the kind of thing, like if you're drinking and gambling on stream and say like, hey, I'm illegally allowed to do this, don't do this anybody under my age or whatever uh then uh they've done their part and they've done it and any further trouble that like any like nagging karens online that would say something then that's just them trashing because that's that's not their that's not the creator's problem Mm -hmm. and it's the same for educational purpose videos or something like somebody learning like some chemistry thing or, uh, electronics, electricity. Like if you're experimenting with like dangerous circuits that could go off, if you're not doing it properly, like, don't try this at home. It's incredibly dangerous. Use proper equipment, be a certain age. If you're not a certain age, be monitored by somebody that knows what they're doing and what is going on. Don't try. And that's why they say, don't try this at home. Uh, it is for your own safety. And i think a lot of the 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 crabbiness that comes for that uh statement is just a lot of it's just a bunch of little kids that it's just like i'm fine
0: yeah and i and i also think there is like a bit of a thing uh i think it's just a bit weird that so many people like assume that like you know the content creator does this so all these impressionable kids will like go and do this and that's not really something i understand it's like i I, you know i'm not the biggest sports fan I'll put that out there. But but I still keep up to the date. I I watch some things. I know people who do like marathons. If I did a marathon like them, I would die. But (laughs) I watch it. It, it, But it's not like it's not like watching something inherently makes me like, I wanna do that. Sure, there are some things that I watch. I'm like, hey, that'd be cool to do. But I think through it first, and it's not something that I'm instantly like, yeah, I'm gonna go run twenty-four miles, I'll be fine like that's not really something that to me personally just runs through my head it's like yeah it'd be kind of cool but all the training and stuff it's not really something that i'm gonna do
1: yeah yeah there's that kind of thing so how do we spin this all back into content creators and their responsibility (laughs) responsibility for people that 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 watches them Hmm. i would say that the line varies depending on what you do so uh but it's weird because the platform will also change their guidelines sometimes. Yeah. And it depends on what you do. Like if, if you're into like music, you'll be fine. It's just a lot of copyright problems you're going to have to deal with. If you're into gaming, that's fine. You've just got to be like chill with language and engagement with people that you're wa- that's like super chatting yeah. you or like other People that you're gaming with, if you're into like politics and you're not of a certain group, you're gonna get trashed a lot. So fair warning, because the internet is incredibly biased. It depends on the platform. Uh, at that point, yeah. And, but there is a point where you've got to like know your audience well enough, but also be ready. But also, like, it de- depending on what you do, there is a target audience. Like, if. If you're doing politics, there's a certain age demographic and mental demographic of people that are gonna watch your stuff. They know right off the bat what your content is about. Yeah. So they don't really need a warning. If you're in, into stuff like gaming, there's a lot of factors yeah. depending on how old the streamer is, how yeah, old the yeah. viewer is, and there's a lot of stuff. With music, it's like incredibly white. Like it's, it's for anybody. Uh, but it, er, it, it's just, it's, it's that kind of thing. There's not really one definite answer. I think that can like, it's like a one size fit all thing. It's not, um, unfortunately it's not that simple and that's just a feature of the internet.
0: Yeah. So then, so then what I would say is that the moral, the content's moral responsibility to their audience is know, know your audience and know your genre. I guess is that yeah. what it spoils down to and say so just go from there
1: yeah yeah but should... for the viewers what would well, well, well that, that's for the creators then but what would you say for the viewers for the viewers that that's hard
0: that that, that is that's a really <laughs> hard question
1: um i mean obviously they know what genre they're into but it's like i would say that he, for... heed the warnings I don't know.
0: I guess for viewers, it'd really be viewer discretion advised. Like, it's just like, if you, if you know what you like and what you stand for, or like what you're willing to watch, I mean, that, that that's up to you, I know. And it's like, if you can't, if that's not something that you can really do, I, I hate to say this, but maybe the internet isn't the place for you. Because it's like, if you can't figure out that, or it's like you can't have a filter or anything, it's really like... Well, maybe it just isn't for you. If you can't control yourself and you're gonna go like watch all these people do these things and be like, well, I know I can't do that, but I'm gonna do it anyways because these people are doing it. At that point, then you shouldn't be on the internet.
1: Yeah, you don't wanna get caught up in some, like, I don't know, adult stuff that adults are doing and then like, you're not an adult. Yeah, it's... A lot of legal trouble and you can't blame the the person for like it's like blaming the musician for making satanic music for their for like kids to listen to like it's not it's not their fault that they committed suicide because they maybe heard some thing in your record when they played it in reverse like that's not not, like sorry kid that sorry ma'am mother father that's not my problem that was yours
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: and that's been a great debate for decades about all forms of music there's always been that discussion always about but it music. but it but it applies to other forms of content as well yeah. like gaming and like politics and like all these other things
0: yeah because like especially like talking about specifically about politics is that politics gets very heated um, I of course don't watch too much about politics, but little I do usually overlaps with the history side of YouTube, which is highly politicalized on YouTube because of course it is.
1: <laughs> uh, because why not? Yeah, because why
0: <laughs> why not?
1: But it is yeah. something
0: that's incredibly toxic, but at the same time it's like if you're gonna take those opinions to go harass somebody because your con because your favorite political talker doesn't like this other per- person, that's like that's not really on that creator that's on you being a terrible person
1: yeah and then like and then like you can't blame you can't blame the content creator for another like you can't say like he in, incited you to violence or something which is a crime yeah like and then he didn't do it but he has to face the legal uh the legal uh, whatever the term is the legal problems of having to deal with the fact that you were accused of inciting uh nice. violence yeah is this true it's it's like it's like accusing a guy of thinking like I don't, I don't know you know the thing yeah, yeah. i don't need to i don't <laughs> to bring it I up know it's like accu- it's like accusing that the very accusation could yeah. destroy or potentially destroy your entire career so it's something like there's, a cert- there's limits to how much you're responsible for, and then there's the crazy extensions that people take it to that just aren't uh, legitimate.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's also that thing that's like content creators aren't responsible for their communities. Of course, there are some people who purposely like cultivate a very bad audience. I won't lie, that exists. I know it exists. But at the same time you can create a co- toxic community without you ever doing anything and that be- not being your purpose. And at that point, that really isn't your fault. If your yeah. community is bad and it's not your fault, you don't have a responsibility to what that community does. That has nothing to do with you.
1: Yeah, and it's as long as it's very obvious that it's not your fault, because there are cases yeah. where it's very clear that you have a toxic community and it is your fault, because you've cult- you've cultivated this kind of following that is very, um, well, toxic. Let's just use that general term yeah, because it's, there's it's, it's, a lot it's, it's... of different scenarios we can use. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree for the most part with uh, with what you said. The weird thing about that, though, is that it's it's a feature of the internet over the past eight years, like I've said back when the internet used to be a tool, there wasn't nearly this problem because people weren't really, uh, there wasn't a whole lot of people that were taking advantage of the internet like people are today or trying to. So uh, because of that, virality was a lot easier back in the day because there wasn't nearly as much competition. So the algorithm was a lot nicer to you because there wasn't nearly as much for the algorithm to sort through. Nowadays, everybody is trying to be a star. And if you just happen to land a video with like a million views for no reason at all, you're stupid lucky. Yeah, And it's one of those things that comes with age and it will continue to change as it ages because this is gonna stick around for quite a while. This is the future for a lot of people. People are making money off of the internet. It's incredibly easy. And depending on what you do, it pays incredibly well and you can make money in like USD and now you can make it in like crypto and stuff. And it's incredibly easy and it's changing though. And it's changing the guidelines of how, of responsibility, uh, towards following for a lot of content creators, the rapid change in the internet over the last like especially like two years i would say is um it's changing a lot of people's perspective on it in my opinion uh, mostly unnecessarily Mm -hmm. but it's it's just one of those things i guess it's a feature not a bug that's just by design
0: yeah and it's something that like we really have to deal with because it's completely new because the closest comparison to this is like celebrities but that doesn't really begin to encapsulate the real like interaction between the content creator nowadays and their fans it's it's just so different that this is really just something that's completely yeah. new to everyone and we're having and if to it did compare
1: and if it did compare before it certainly doesn't now yeah, because no, it now doesn't. it's like because now it's a whole different kind of celebrity you've redefined a lot of terms
0: yeah. especially
1: the term celebrity like, there's yeah, a lot really. that's changed Over the past, like, three years.
0: Yeah, dude, I remember, like, like, back in, like, early 2010s, and I was really becoming aware that, like, a world existed outside of my front door. Which is really (laughs) strange at that age. How it's, like, celebrities, and my parents would always look at me weird. It's like, you don't know who that is? They're a celebrity, everyone knows them. And nowadays, everyone (laughs) talks about celebrities. I don't know who they are, and I can't find anyone who knows who they are but they're Neither still celebrities do I. but like no one knows who they are
1: it's Well just... that's the thing they have a different following yeah it's that just you and I are part of you and I just aren't part of their audience yeah which makes them not responsible for us for not knowing about them exactly yeah <laughs> it's that it's a kind of it's it's another one of those weird things i guess and the the celebrity thing is weird cuz nowadays celebrity means it's changed from a person that has a lot of money and who's made a lot of movies to uh, anybody with over like
0: a million, uh, a million, subscribers. Anybody with
1: over a million subscribers or followers, like blue check mark on all your platforms, <laughs> it's that it's that kind of thing.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh,
1: which uh, and because of the internet, that's a lot easier. Like I've said. Yeah. So. Yeah. Very very interesting world, huh? dude it, it's so weird
0: like just thinking about because once again i i grew up pretty secluded from most everything else so even people who are like the same age at me have vastly different experiences so i got a little bit of like the normal pre-internet world in my early life and it's just so weird seeing it just like how much it's changed and like what little i yeah. remember from those those pre-internet days living out in rural washington Just how different everything is and like how so many things have been redefined
1: yeah same here for the most part i didn't i technically had access to the internet but i had no interest in anything i didn't know how to do anything my dad had to teach me how to do a lot of it so it was like uh there there was a lot of stuff i didn't know and like everybody knew it before me it was like It was one of those cases where like i'm the last one to watch any movies and i watch it like three years after it's relevant and everybody else saw it and they're just like oh that's cool but have you seen this And i'm like no no i haven't
0: (laughs) i have two years of movies to watch let me be
1: (laughs) (laughs) and that's the way that's that's the way i lived for a long time and it kind of still is how i'm living but i'm i'm fine with that honestly because I watch them now, and I'm glad I've waited, because I definitely wasn't a mature enough to oh, absorb yeah. that kind of content back then. Dude, I can't
0: imagine if I found the groups like I had, like, nowadays, like, back in the Wild West, like, the people I watch. Like, oof, if I was, like, still a young child without a maturity level, I my brain would explode.
1: <laughs> Honestly. I think I would just turn it all off and just be extremely intimidated by a computer like exactly
0: everything. i'm actually personally i know this is really off topic we're getting to the end of the podcast so it gets a bit yeah of yeah, off yeah. Topic. i'm genuinely done really now. happy i didn't really join the internet until my mid-teens like that's genuinely something that i think was a really big net positive for me because it meant i went into this world that i didn't know with not that super maturity once again i've changed a lot especially in the past three years but just having that maturity and that little bit of, like, street smarts that I had about me was just so useful going onto the internet.
1: Ah, uh, What you had is the experience I wish I had, where you were actually taught how to swim through all the various deepness stages of the pool. See, I didn't, I didn't have that. I, w- I, I was placed in the middle, in the, in the middle of the pool, swam over, like, doggy paddle to the deep end, and then began to drink the pool. <laughs> I and then drink it dry like i soaked in as much as i could all the good stuff all the bad stuff and then my parents found out and it was
0: they were like bruh
1: memorable to say the very least but i i wish i had i wish i had the the monitoring i i do now because that might have saved me from a lot of trouble back yep. then but that's that's what that's what's happened so now i know what's out there yeah the internet's so
0: weird i've been extremely lucky to actually like grow with creators and like move on from different creators as i've reached that maturity level it's also something that's really cool is that like i get older i start watching people who are for an older audience yeah it's been incredibly cool to just like be able to do that to go from like those really family friendly youtubers to like he'll actually cultivate a community of about people more around my age that aren't as family friendly, but you know, yeah. aren't terrible. So yeah.
1: Sorry, but, yeah. I think that's about Yeah, I I hear I, de- I definitely hear that. Uh, I, ha- I have I have definitely a similar experience, and it's it's uh, that's all I gotta say. Just is just a very similar experience. Yeah,
0: it's just so cool.
1: So yeah, I think that's yeah. about
0: all we got uh we're about to hit an hour actually um oh dang which is amazing there was a lot of
1: there was a lot of side tracking, i gotta say I, I apologize for all the the uh, dude it's the fine we it's down.
0: a podcast <laughs> who expects podcasts to stay on track
1: <laughs> seriously though
0: yeah so i think think we're gonna sign off does that sound
1: good yeah, that sounds you good. My else? dad All right. my dad came and called me in. <laughs> yeah, he's just I just
0: he's just standing in the doorway like blocking out the lights. I gotta like, I gotta stalking. I gotta go to bed. Alright. So that that's it for us. This has been Adventure Carmen. Daniel. Thanks for watching. Peace.